This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, Rabotai. So, I wanted to start a new series that uh, that will highlight some of the halachot and hanhagot and practices that our great leader that we hear so much about of in miracles, but we don't hear enough about his halachot and his hanhagot, Rabbi Sayyid Abu Khatsira, better known as the Baba Saleh. And, you know, when I was in Morocco, I had a, I had a chance to, uh, uh, to read a very special sefer, that is written by his son-in-law, Rav David Yehudayus. If you remember, uh, Rav David Yehudayus' son, his grandson comes here once in a while. And this is a sefer that Rav David Yehudayus wrote about practices and halachot that he saw from Baba Sali. So, I'm not going to be able to say over all of the tremendous uh, levels of chasidut and sidkut that Baba Saleh had because I don't know if that's relevant to each and every one of us. We're not at that level. And, uh, and uh, you know, th- there's some things that are for big chasidim and big sadikim and some things that are for simple people like us. But there's many details here that I still think that will benefit from a lot. I'm also going to skip a lot of the miracles that are written because that's not the purpose of this class. The purpose of this, uh, of this shoot is just to give highlights in halakha that uh, Baba Saleh was Noheg. So that's what the uh, purpose is going to be over here. So, and we're going to start from the beginning. We're going to start from the beginning. I, I had time to read this on the, air, uh, on the airplane, and I had time to read this uh, on my travels. Uh, so many, many travels. So uh, I'll, I'll give you some of the highlights. And we'll start from the beginning. When you wake up in the morning, Hilchot Nitilat Yadayim. So, there's a big question regarding nitilat yadaim. Whenever you go out of the bathroom, whenever you go outside of the bathroom, should you do nitilat yadaim with a kli, with a vessel, or without a kli? There's no source. There's a there's a there's a gra in brought down in Maserav that says to use a kli, to use a vessel when you do nitilat yadaim. But besides that, most most uh, poskim and even mekubalim didn't use a kli. But basale, when his when 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 his uh, uh, when his um, um, family asked him, "Why are you using a kli even when you go outside for, uh, of the bathroom? You don't you don't have to." According to many poskim, so Rabbi Sadi gave him musad, and he said like this: "Always use a kli." And when his son-in-law asked him, but it's not written in the poskim, he said, "When we talk about things of kiddusha and tahara, we we don't look into the poskim. We know that there's advantages of kiddusha and tahara with a kli. We do as much as we can." And the truth is, Baba Saleh would, wouldn't, wasn't a big sleeper. He would many times stay at his table, and he would learn, he'd fall asleep and get back up. And what he had next to him was a big vessel of Nitilat Yadayim. So whenever he would fall asleep and get up, he would do Nitilat Yadayim. So he'd always be, uh, 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 you know, uh, he wouldn't be even even a few minutes without Nitilat Yadayim. And uh, that's obviously the best thing to do, is always to have Nitilat Yadayim right by a person's bed. And it, it, without walking for amot ever in the morning, uh, if it's difficult, there is a minhag that 
the house is considered arba amot. But definitely a person minimizes as much as he has to walk, uh, as much as he has to walk. But, but you see that, that level that Baba Saleh, uh, that, that Baba Saleh did. Now, um, whenever he would pick up his hands to do uh, the bracha, you know, the poskim say never to lift them above the head. So he said that one person next to him wanted to show how religious he was. He says, oh, so what are you doing? What are you doing? Put them down right away. Because according to, uh, according to the, the poskim, you don't bring them higher up. It has to do with uh, different sfirot that are not relevant to us. But he, uh, he, he wasn't very happy when people would, would, would raise their hands higher and just trying to show that they're more religious than they are. Okay. Um... There's obviously whenever somebody cuts his hat, cuts his nails, so there's a lot of tum'ah that are left in the nails, right? There's a lot of tum'ah that's left in the nails. And uh, that's why we wash our hands. Now the nails also is a place where the chitzonim, which is the outer klipot, they can attach themselves onto the nails, which is why you have to be very careful to throw the nails away in the garbage, especially if there's pregnant women around that they could step on those nails and they could actually be damaged. This is written in the Gemara and people are very careful about this, that nails should never be left on the floor. And even if men cut their nails, they should be careful, they shouldn't be on the floor because there's, there's certain chitzonim. As once his brother, Ateret Roshenu, Baba Salih's brother, Ateret Roshenu, Rabbi David Abichsera, who was a great, great, uh, uh, holy, holy tzaddik, he, he he lost one of the nails and he, he asked the people to look for it. It took them an hour and they said, come on, still we should look for it that long. He, so he told them, so they finally found it. He told them, he says, my nail is not like your nail. My nail has the chitzonim, the, the, the outer sources are going to want to attach onto it no matter what. So make sure you find it. <laughs> okay, it was obviously throwing out nails. Everybody should be very careful. It's a, it, it's a, it's an important, uh, it's an important point. Okay, regarding tzitzit, uh, regarding tzitzit, uh, the the it, it is known that there's a question whether in the tzitzit one should put on a uh, a a petit, you know the the blue string called the techelet that we have nowadays or not. Now techelet has an old history behind it. The first one who spoke uh, the, uh, who said he apparently found techelet was the Radziner Rebbe, right? Rav Gershon Meizbitz, the Radziner Rebbe. And he says that he, uh, he, he was convinced that he, he found the Tchelet and he wrote three Svarim on it, three books. Shfunet Munechol, Petil Tchelet, and Aina Tchelet. He said he found it from a, uh, uh, from a, from a, certain, uh, uh, from a certain fish. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the cuttlefish. And then it had a certain pouch that, uh, that, that you could take out the, the dye from. And when Baba Saleh's brother, Baba Hakeh, uh, was convinced that that was the right techelet and he was wearing actually right techelet and he traveled to Baba Salim and he told him, like, I'm going to convince you, you have to wear it as well. Now you're going to see something very interesting and that's something that we should all learn from. Baba Salim right away said, I'm not doing anything until I study this subject in depth. In depth. He asked that all the books should be writ- that should be brought to him and also the books that are against it so he could read everything properly with research and see both tzadim. He read, after he read all of what the Razina Rebbe wrote, he says, I don't have to read the other side. I'm already not convinced. I'm not wearing it. And he didn't wear the tchelet because of that. Now, nowadays, there is, there are studies 
that there's a different type of techelet that people are getting out of the, a snail, the murex snail, that, that people are convinced that that's the right techelet. And it's also a very big machloket. There are many big rabbanim. It, it, it did get more accepted than the Radzina Rebbe's techelet, but it's still not totally accepted. Many are, are, are not for it, and therefore many people don't wear it because you're going to say, oh, what do I lose from just wearing the techelet? So... Uh, so uh, there, there, uh, there are sources that the Tchelet was nignaz until the times of Mashiach, was put away until the time of Mashiach, and therefore we shouldn't start looking for it. Others say that, uh, that you don't have anything to lose from it, so you'll see some Rabbanim wearing Tchelet, and some Rabbanim won't. You're generally, besides Breslev or Hasidim, you're not going to see people wearing the Redzina Rebbe's Tchelet. Breslev or Hasidim, some of them wear the Redzina Rebbe's Tchelet. Besides that, most people didn't accept that. But there are many that accept the tchelet that we have nowadays from the Murex snail uh, that you could probably look up online called the Petil Tchelet from, uh, for the, the organization nowadays called Petil Tchelet. But even that, many don't wear it. But that wasn't something Baba Sali was talking about. If he was presented the evidence, it could be he would have looked into it. He would have agreed to wear tchelet. It all matters on, on the evidence that were brought to him. But that one from the Redzina Rebbe, he didn't accept. Okay. Um... Now, what's interesting, uh, I'll tell you a few, uh, a, a few points that have to do with chibuba mitzvah, loving the mitzvah so much. Um, the, the talit obviously has, has a power to protect a person and to make sure that a person doesn't go through avirot. Uh, Baba Salih's father, Rabbi Mesod, would take his talit and whoever was leaving the city whether it was wherever he was in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the area of Tafilalet, and he would go out, where there would be more, uh, we'll call it city life. Trust me, I was just there. Not much city life going on in Tafilalet at all. Nothing to do over there. And he was afraid people are going to go, and they're going to become modern, and they're going to leave their religion. So he would, he would take his talit, and he would make people swear two things. Number one, don't shave your beard. Who's very big into shaving the beard. Don't shave your beard. And number two, don't go into places of tum'ah. Places of, unpure, of, of un, unholy places. And he said, and if you do, I'll, you'll be sure that you'll be matzliach in gashmiyut and in ruchaniyut. In, uh, in, in spiritual matters and materialistic matters. So he took the talit to make uh, the, the person uh, swear for that. Also, somebody once came to Baba Saleh and, and, and he said his daughter-in-law miscarried again and he needs a sigura. So Baba Saleh said, quick, bring me my talit. He made a bracha. Everybody answered, Baruch Hu Baruch Shemu. Everybody answered, Amen. And he said, in the schut of Baruch Hu Baruch Shemu and Amen, you'll, your, your daughter's going to be fine. And people think nowadays, oh, Baruch Baruch Shemu, uh, we don't say it, we do say it, doesn't matter. Okay. Tremendous, tremendous advantage and, and Kedusha and saying Baruch Baruch Shemu, we've spoken about that in the past. Uh, I think I once gave a whole shoot on it, maybe it's on, uh, I think it's on Torah anytime about why it's so important, uh, why Baba Sadeh held it so important to say Baruch Baruch Shemu. Okay, now, here, listen to this beautiful thing that I haven't seen this anywhere, is that it's known that in the Moroccan communities, they decorate their, their lulav and it, they decorate their lulav with beautiful, colorful strings, ribbons around the lulav. Correct? Like it's written in the Gemara, After Sukkot, for Chibuba Mitzvah to show the love of the Mitzvah of Lulav, Baba Saleh took that, that um, ribbon 
and he sewed it on the corners of the talit over here. He sewed them on the corners of the talit. Here I have the picture. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. He sewed, sewed, them, on, sewed them on the corners of the talit. He sewed them on the corners. Of, that was the ribbon that he used for the lulav. He put them on the corners of the talit. And that showed chibuba mitzvah. Love of the mitzvah and, 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 and endearment of it. Now, a few more things is that when a person would become, a, a, you know, there was no such thing as a bar mitzvah when a kid was 13 years old in the, uh, in the olden times in Morocco. When a person was old enough, when a boy was old enough that he'd be able to watch his body to wear tefillin, they would, they, he would start putting on tefillin whether it was 11 or 12 years old. Uh, many, it was most of the time it was 10 or 11 years old. He would, be, he would, he would wear his tefillin and they would make a seudah for him. Here, it's written that Baba Sari also made a si'uda when the boy started wearing talit, which was at a much younger age. Because you could start putting a talit on the child when he's much younger. We do that nowadays when we do the halake for the child, when we, do the, uh, when we cut the child's hair, so we start putting on talit, we make a si'uda. And part of it is a si'uda of talit. So that's a, that's a, that's a new reason that we have for, um, for cut, whenever we cut the child's hair, we make a whole si'uda. Because it's also a seuda that he started peot, of course, the mitzvah of peot, but he also started the mitzvah of talit, because we usually put the talit, the, the, the talit katan on the child at that time. And we make a seuda gedula for him. He says, Rav Eliyahu Buchatzer says that whenever he became bar mitzvah, one of Baba Sali's grandsons, Baba Sali sent for him, listen to this, listen to the bar mitzvah present he sent him. 25 liters of arak. 25 liters of arak. Seven heads of sugar. Oil and rice, and when he and when he became thirteen, Baba Sali sat next to him, and he also made a, a party. He says he's a chatan bar mitzvah. So there's a there's a siudat bar mitzvah when he had tzitzit, siudat bar mitzvah when he had tefillin, and siudah also whenever he became thirteen. That now he's inaugurated in the mitzvot. So there's different mitzvot for different times, and um, and and. Uh, uh, it shows the symbolism of the importance of inaugurating a mitzvah. Okay, um, that was the, the, the drush of, of, of talit. And tefillin, I just want to mention, obviously he had his requirements for what the sofer should exactly write whenever he, whenever, whenever he writes the, uh, the, 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 the tefillin. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously the sofer has to dip in the mikveh and he has to have special kavanot. It's known that Rabbi Yaakov gave a lot of money to a certain sofer to write exactly how he wanted him to write. I think the sofer was from um, um, uh, the the sofer was from uh, Marrakesh, I believe. There was a whole story that he went to Marrakesh. He paid the sofer. It was a great sofer, and the sofer, the last, last, last shem Hashem, he didn't have proper kavana when he wrote it. Serbiakov looks at the tefillin. He says, "Oh, very nice, very nice, very nice." And the last Shem Hashem, he says, you didn't have Kavana here. And the guy had to admit it. He felt bad that Yaakov, he paid him anyways, and he made him, made him write the, the tefillin over again. <laughs> He's like, but it's, uh, it, it, you know, great people are able to see great things in tefillin that we're not able to see all the time. Um, you know, wearing tefillin de Rabbeinu Tam, it, you have to be on a certain level in those days for sure. Because tefillin de Rabbeinu Tam are connected olam haba, and Baba Saleh felt when he was seventeen years old, finally, even before he got married, he 
He said he's at the level of wearing from the Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam says somebody before they're married should not wear from the Rabbeinu Tam. But here, uh, 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 but here, Baba Sadeh felt that he was on a high enough level, and he asked the Sufis to start writing from the Rabbeinu Tam for him. And when they were ready, his father came to him. His father didn't know about it. His father came to him. He says, Rabbi Akov came to me in a dream. My father, Rabbi Akov, came to me in a dream and said that you're ready for Tzilder Rabbeinu Tam. So Baba Sali said, Baruch Shikivanti, thank you. I actually already ordered them because I thought I'd be ready. And he started wearing Fidin Rabbeinu Tam at his age. I don't think we follow that nowadays because we have many people like myself who are not at the level of Baba Sali even when we, he was 17 years old. We're still not close to this level and we still wear Tzilder Rabbeinu Tam. I guess it became more common nowadays. Uh, but for sure, somebody uh, before he's married shouldn't be wearing them. Okay, these are a few of the halachot. Maybe we'll continue them next week. It was a good, you liked it, you gained a benefit from it. We get to hear the Torah Baba Saleh. We'll continue this series then. We'll see some more things that uh, that come up and everyone should have a wonderful and blessed day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.